here we are on Christmas Eve. I hope that you have an opportunity today, if you have not yet already, to engage in a Christmas Eve service. With The Pursuit, we have those happening all over town and in Stanley today and online. After Anytime after 2 o'clock, you can catch our live stream online or um, watch it as a recording. And what a great day for us to just pause and remember what Jesus's birth really means for each one of us. It is just the beginning, and yet it is the culmination of all of God's promises coming true in Jesus Christ. And as we lean in this week and finish up our week, we have two more passages that are inviting us into peace as well as reflecting on the fact that Jesus is, yes, the light of the world. Now, there are so many scripture passages about peace. We couldn't possibly get to all of them in just a few short days of scripture study. And so I'm actually, before we pray, going to share one of the passages that we didn't get to do a soap note on, but is so beautiful. And it is from the words of Jesus. Here he is arriving on the scene on Christmas and he lives a life that demonstrates great trust in God and God's perfect plan. And then he shares about what it's like to know and trust God's perfect plan unfolding. And so this passage is actually as Jesus is getting ready to go to the cross and he's almost wrapping up everything that it was that he was trying to share with his disciples before he left. And he says in John 16, verse 33, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. We are heading into Christmas Eve, and it may look really different for you and your family because of the backdrop of a very difficult year. It has had trouble for every one of us, but we can take heart because we are celebrating Jesus coming. We are celebrating that Jesus will come again and that he is alive and well today, and he has overcome this world. We can have peace in him. Pray with me. Jesus, we love you, and we are so grateful that in you we can have peace because you have overcome the world. And so as we prepare today to celebrate you coming in, stepping in to eternity in a very concrete way, Lord, with your feet to this earth, beginning as a baby, going through the process of experiencing life just as we do, and yet it says without sin, so that you could live and die and rise again and invite us into peace with you. You are the great overcomer. And so we can trust that even when life is hard, there is peace that we can find in your word and in your promises. And we're leaning into your word today. So teach us, God, how to have peace in you. In Jesus' name, amen. So today is not your typical Christmas Eve passage, and yet it is an instruction for us for everyday living, no matter what the day of the calendar is. And it comes in Philippians 4, verses 4 through 9. And I will tell you, if you love this passage and you want to lean in a little bit more, Max Lucado has written a great book called Anxious for Nothing that is based on this passage. So just tuck that away if you're looking for a book to read over the holiday break. 
The passage is Philippians 4, verses 4 through 9, and I'll read in the New International Version. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. The peace of God and the God of peace in this passage. I'm going to read one more time, and this time just be leaning in close to see what word or phrase God wants you to hold on to on this wonderful day. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. What word or phrase do you want to lean in on today? Copy the verse that that was found in down in your journal for the S part of your soap note, and then come back and we'll talk about observation. You know, it goes without saying that while I have said in a couple of different ways that today is a wonderful day already, for many people, holidays and, and Christmas are not wonderful days. They're painful days where you recognize that life is not the way you wanted it to be. You're not with the people you wished you were with. You're longing for gifts that have never come. You're remembering painful, painful memories. That might be true for you today. Chances are not everything will go the way you want it to today. But here is God's invite, invitation for us to rejoice, for us to pray, for us to remember God's nearness to us and experience his peace. As you write down your observations, what is it that God is inviting you to notice about his word and what he might be calling you to, no matter what today's circumstances look like, 
What is the invitation to understand about who he is and about what he is asking of you? What are the action words? What are the, descri the describing words? Maybe there's something here that you need to look up or put into your own words in your observation step. And then come back and we'll talk about application. This is one of those passages that's an instruction passage. There's some very clear directions. And so application can be very concrete. What would it look like for you to rejoice today? What would it look like for your gentleness to be evident to everyone? What would it look like for you to pray with thanksgiving today? So you think about these different aspects of this passage. There might be a very simple and very direct instruction for you to hold on to today, but be concrete about it. Don't just say, I'm not going to be anxious today. That's almost like saying, you know, I'm not going to think about a white bear right now. I bet you're thinking about a white bear, right? <laughs> but instead, you might think, what am I going to replace that thought with when it happens? What am I going to do when life gets a little bit hairy today? How will I respond? What concrete action will I put into place that will demonstrate that I'm trusting and living out what God has taught me in this passage? Write down your application, and then we'll talk about prayer. In a previous time um, together, I talked about the ACTS acronym for prayer, adoration, confession, supplication, and thanksgiving. A lot of that is showing up in this particular passage because he's talking about prayer, petition, thanksgiving. And so prayer, you know, is simply that overarching umbrella statement for conversation with God. Petition is asking for something from him. Thanksgiving, well, we know what that is, expressing gratitude to God. What would it look like for your prayer to include all of those aspects today as you respond to this passage? Don't forget to be thankful, yes, even for the hard days, and to pause and just relish the fact that the Lord is near as you have a conversation with him on paper and then come back for a final thought as you walk into this next 24 hours Christmas Eve into Christmas Day my prayer for you my friend is that you will find your heart welling up with joy not because of what may or may not be happening in your day but because of what the Lord has done that you will experience the hope that comes from knowing that he is who he says he is. He does what he says he will do. And he is faithful to you in this day. That you will relish the peace that comes from sitting in his presence and then reminding yourself through the day, this is who he is. This is who he is. This is who he is. So this is who I am. And this is how I'll live in response to that. I mentioned yesterday that each day I was going to invite you into experiencing breath prayer as part of your application for the next 24 hours. And especially on days like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day when it's easy to get distracted, a breath prayer is a beautiful thing to carry with you into those stolen quiet moments. And here's some candor for you. I have found that in really busy days, those stolen quiet moments are most often when I go into the bathroom to take that moment 
and to respond, to reflect on just a couple of phrases from what God has been telling you today. So for example, if your thought, if the one, if the one area that you wanted to lean in on was verse seven and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, you could simply say, the peace of God, breathe in, guards my heart and my mind. Just a few times, breathe in, breathe out, that statement of God's word. Or you could make it into an, into an invitation. Lord, let your peace guard my heart and mind. And allow that truth to just permeate your mindset throughout the next 24 hours. Try it out. See what it's like. And let us know in the Facebook group what this experience of carrying these truths in very small phrases throughout your day is like for you. Happy, happy Christmas Eve. I'll see you tomorrow on Christmas Day.